Looking like an angel with no halo When I'm with her, tell me where the pain go Think I might be falling out of control What the fuck do I know? Maybe anyway, man Finally getting to do this, dude I know we've been talking about it for a while. Oh, yeah. So, I'm yeah, glad. Well, it's hard when, like, holidays and stuff kind of, there's always something going on at always. a different time all the way through. November, yeah, ever, ever since January. we started talking, there was always something, like, uh, I know, I forgot when I first reached out to you, but I know, and then I had, like, I was prepping for a jiu-jitsu tournament, and then, like, mm-hmm. holidays came, and it was just, like, one thing after the, and then, you know, travel thing, it was, oh, yeah. it was tough. But, thanks for coming, man. Thank I you. appreciate it. Yeah, I watched the uh, I watched the movie last night, and I'll say this: I watched the whole thing, uh, which is a, like a big compliment for me because <laughs> I I'm very quick to turn stuff off. What's, I'm very not, quick. Not too long, so that's that's good too. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, but it but it like kept me interested the whole time. Mm. Um, I'm trying to figure out where to start because there's so many questions I had <laughs> with uh with it um. Uh, I guess we're. I guess let's start. I guess let's start at the beginning, man. Like, how did you? Uh, how did you get into this? Like, or how did you get into making the movie? Is this right. your first one? What, what's going on with this? Yeah, I've. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to make movies and stuff, and then um, I have a few friends and um, guys that I've worked with, and we've made. Like, I guess we started. I met one of my good friends, and he. Uh, we made a forty-two minute like film in. I think it was like two thousand nine or ten mm-hmm. and uh and then after that we've made a bunch of uh like short short films and music videos and whatnot yeah but uh, i've always been in kind of the art director or building stuff and uh sometimes playing some characters or whatnot but um yeah this one we uh we had just got done finally uh making a documentary that we kind of finally put some good money into and whatnot and mm-hmm. uh, actually following uh, Michael Perez who's a black belt at uh, Atos in San Diego okay in jiu-jitsu and uh, it's following him going to the 2019 Abu Dhabi championships yeah in uh, Anaheim and um, yeah we uh, we kind of finished that up last year and started prepping it to bring to some festivals and whatnot and one of my partners called me up one night uh, after seeing um, uh, a film he had an idea he called me up and asked if I wanted he was like dude we should do a movie about a guy that is uh, like obsessed with Sasquatch or finding Sasquatch just like a dude who's like staying in the woods and whatnot and immediately I was uh, hooked in and was on board because I used to be pretty interested in the subject when I was younger and I hadn't really uh, delve into it too much like as an adult you know after it was kind of middle school and read all about it and whatnot and he uh, yeah he got me excited about that and so I told him I'd write it and get it prepped for directing and whatnot and um, kind of did a full year of like research uh, listening to like hundreds of reports and reading a bunch on the subject and all that and was kind of reconvinced because I hadn't thought about it since I was a kid but, right. um, but when I did, I was like, holy shit, there's so many people talking about this, you know what I mean? And have so many, uh, sightings and reports and whatnot that they just don't seem like they're lying. And yeah, there's a lot of evidence the further you get into it. But so we, um, 
yeah, we got that ready and it took about a year to write and prep and then about a year to film and edit. But uh, yeah, we finished it up. I'm pretty proud and uh, kind of bringing it to festivals now. So yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask what's the next step like once now because I know you were you said you told me that y'all send it into Sundance. Mm. Is that you talking about the film festival? Yeah, we've just we just because it's like the start of the year started um, shopping it into about I've got about like thirty or so on the radar coming up in the next year, but we're kind of entering different ones, so we'll see which happened or which we get uh, uh, like entered into and which go out throughout the season. Okay. So what's, what are the, just cause I don't know anything about that. What, what is, whenever somebody's putting a film into like those festivals, mm-hmm. what does that do? Is that just help get it out there more? Like, yeah, I guess it helps um, get the word out, get it seen by people in the industry Um I guess our goal with it is to kind of take it to a few festivals and see, you know, get feedback, see what happens. I don't know. Um, and then like to get it on one of the streaming platforms, you know what I mean? To, yeah. To see. And then, yeah, we have uh, plans and everything kind of planned for a second one that's a way kind of different film. So. Different style? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, that's one of the questions I, I have whenever I, First, when I first heard about it, because my dad is in it, right. which, and so he told me about it, and I, and he actually he sh- showed me a picture of y'all's. Um, for when he first told me, I was like, okay, like, right. you know, kind of whatever. And right, then he right. showed me a picture of the camera setup y'all had, uh-huh. and just knowing a little bit what I do about right, right. production and stuff, I was like, oh, this isn't like yeah, a YouTube actually, video. Yeah, they're actually trying to. Post no, it. yeah, they're it was like a real like high dollar setup. So I was like, oh, okay, so this is a serious thing. And, um, but no, one of the questions I was going to have for you was, uh, about the t- about the subject. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I know now you said like a, bu- a buddy brought it up to you, mm-hmm. but what made y'all choose something that's kind of so picked over? You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's, there's so many, sure. so many out there. And that's why I was super interested to watch. Cause I was like, there's got, there's gotta be some sort of interesting twist to it or mm-hmm. interesting take. I should say on how to do it because everyone's done the let's go in the woods and look and yeah bang sticks on trees you know what I mean <laughs> yeah and, and that's to me like I've never uh, I wanted to see a good film made about it because I haven't like every like fictional Sasquatch film I've ever seen is like a B horror movie where it's like just people in the woods acting yeah. stupid you know what I mean and just really shittily made and yeah. not very enticing as a film Cause I just I love films and I've never besides like Boggy Creek like the seventies movie that's uh, kind of a classic, um, which I hadn't seen since I was a kid and I kind of waited off till we were almost done with production to watch because mm-hmm. I knew it would probably have some kind of influence. similarities and yeah. didn't want it to influence me too much than what we were already doing, so, but watching that one I mean, and there's some like cool stuff I mean like. Harry and the Hendersons has yeah. some cool you know maybe that's it's the like first a silly, one in my head. <laughs> like family movie as well but um yeah I've mind it kind of stirred uh, it goes back all the way to like my aunt and uncle and like uh, grandpa and stuff always telling us like I grew up in Orange right around the corner and uh always talking about uh just Sasquatch or uh, mole men or all kinds of weird things in the wood like wolfman and stuff like that yeah so that 
sparked my interest from a really early age and just always going out like fishing or hunting in the woods and, stuff right. and having that uh, vibe around. So always having that like it up. thing in the back of your head oh, yeah. while you're out there. And we've yeah. been like frogging like late at night around here and like you hear like kind of stuff like cracking in the wood, you know what I mean? Just let your imagination run. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, especially, <laughs> you know, I mean, you talk to my dad, so you know how he is now, but he, uh-huh. he, uh, oh, we've had some good conversations. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, uh, he drove me nuts by the way in that documentary messing with, he would not stop fucking with those steaks. Man. I've had a few people talk about that, but they, they like love it though. They think it's, oh, like, it's I, so funny. Yeah. I say he drove me nuts. It was funny. It, and it yeah. was funny. Once I noticed it, I could not notice it. Uh-huh. He like kept moving. All. I was like, man, right. you just let him sit, dude. Just let him, <laughs> just let him finish. Until <laughs> he had a, he was like, you know, trying to stay natural on, on like camera and stuff. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, probably had that like on his frame, but it just, I, I think it's hilarious. I, I thought it was good. But uh but yeah, like him, you know, like he he's told you and I'm sure Todd has told you as well. Yeah. They like that's they've probably spent just as much time outdoors as they have inside. You oh know what I mean? Oh my god. Probably more for you, you know, know with yeah, those two, like, you know what I'm saying? So like for him he's told me plenty of stories mm-hmm. about, you know, it doesn't matter what the animal is or what right. the, you know, fish. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He, He's told me all kinds of crazy stories about everything he's done. And so, you know, eventually you kind of get, or me at least, I'm like, yeah, this, I don't know if this is true or not, you know, right. but I do know for, I do know that with as much time as he spent, as they have spent outdoors, uh-huh. for him to say so that he've, they've seen or smelled or saw something that they were right. like, I have no clue what that yeah. is. I'm like, okay, that's right. big question. That's a big uh, kind of red flag. And they both kind of like uh, temper it the whole time and aren't trying to like say out and out like what it is the whole time, you know, and are both trying to like, now listen, what, you know, I'm not saying like right. you know, just so you can get there yourself. Right. But uh, I think they know, you know what I mean? After that long, like you said, of being, I think they do a good, good job of describing that in the movie. And that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because that's a good point because there's some of the people that, um, that they're telling their story and I forgot what, um, I, I can't remember what one of the guys said. Uh, it was a guy that was talking about the, they left the sardines out uh-huh. that guy. Right. And he, uh, and he said that, and he said they were like, kind of like took some of them and moved them. And I was like, right. there's raccoons outside. Right. Like right. there's, but he was like, he came and took them and he brought me these marbles. And I was like, man, that's, it's kind of a leap. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a leap if that's the only evidence you have. Right. But anyway. That's one of the other reasons I kind of like the picture and stuff, no matter what you think of it or believe in it. It's like the um, the dynamic of like people's like willingness to like believe or like want to believe. Yeah. Or like um, just if I, I've, I've talked to all those people and like the movies kind of. Uh, speckled with um like actors and then people who like say that they've had actual experience so we kind of wanted to get yeah. a pretty realistic vibe to it even though it's like a narrative story you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's not quite like like secretively it's like almost like half a documentary i was you know what i mean? was about but, to say the same thing because that's the vibe i got it was that it was like almost like a a story and a document like yeah like this like narrative story with like a documentary aspect to mm-hmm. it because there's one scene where um, it kind of it kind of caught me it confused me because 
I, I noticed some of the guys that were telling their stories, and then there was like a lady who at the beginning mm-hmm. who kind of like real quick just saw talked about seeing uh seeing something. Yeah, you don't ever like see her on screen. Right. There's that one that's like real quick, and then there's like this scene where you it looks like you are at some like um some veterans place like there's a lot of like veteran memorabilia and stuff right, on right, right yeah, on the it ceiling was an american legion we had a okay we like ran a convention ourselves and like just because we like we wanted to film at a, like the movie was based and written that it's taking place mostly at at a convention you know right and uh we had actually we went to like one or two to like see but it was all during covid and they all everybody was wearing masks and we really didn't want that like vibe for the movie and really wanted yeah. it to kind of feel um, not like too on the nose or like trying too hard, but kind of feel like more like it takes place like closer to like the earlier like 2000s or like 90s almost. Yeah. I noticed that. Was that what, we is that why y'all like did the recorder? Huh? Is that why y'all yeah. chose that specific recorder? Yeah, and like a few little things like that that are uh, look a little bit more analog and a little like older. Yeah. Because we didn't want that. To me, it's like way creepier to be in the woods without a cell phone or some, yeah. you know, uh, I just didn't want any kind of like modern technology in it and kind yeah. of let you, it's kind of why the beginning is like a little bit like a long um, bit of nature sounds, you know, in the dark mm-hmm. before it opens up to the action that's happening because right. it's kind of like almost a, like a way of a deprogramming a little bit, you know, because we all are looking at our phones the whole time and you're so like we all like when watching a film these days, mostly want it to move and cut and cut and cut. Right. So there was some, I wanted it to be able to move and have a good pace, but still to be able to like sit at some points and just like kind of chill. So that was definitely a, a no, I, I think intent. you nailed it because I, I noticed the, uh, the, the main one I noticed was the recorder and it made me question. I was yeah. like, why is he using that? I, right. You know what? Why is this? That, we definitely have better technology. You could have right. used your phone, but I, I get it now. That makes yeah, if sense. you look, there's not really you don't really see any like modern cars or uh-uh. anything that kind of sets it apart from like this decade or so, like right before this, where we all weren't so completely connected at all points all the time. You know? Yeah, so. interesting. Yeah, yeah, but um, but there was that one scene in there where it was. It was like a group of like seven of y'all mm-hmm. sitting around drinking or whatever. And there yeah, was yeah. one one guy standing up telling the story. And the way he was telling it mm-hmm. was not like like my dad and them or no, yeah, the other people. It was very like uh, acting, like yeah. storytelling, like um, emphasizing certain parts right. of it. And I was like, okay, is this, did he just find this guy? Because if he did, that's like, how lucky can you get to find this guy to tell a story? Kind of half the people in the movie, we were that lucky, but he's like yeah. the only person who was like an actual actor. I've known him for a long time. He's one okay. of my good friends. He lives in New York now and like acts in New York. And he was, we went to high school with him. So he was coming down for Christmas. And so we kind of uh-huh. planned it all over the phone and kind of went over the script together. And then when he finally got there, that was the hardest scene in the movie to film because we had, uh, we had rented out this American Legion, you know, to have a convention there for a full day, like shooting, I mean, like 15 hours pretty much, you know what I mean? To try to get mm-hmm. as much as we could in there. And just so happened, like luckily, like we needed a bar for a location and we needed a, a convention hall. And um, the American Legion had, but like when you walked through the door, they had the bar on the other side of the oh, okay. convention hall. So we had like two locations there. So it was like a godsend. Yeah. And a, 
and we were planning on we filmed all the convention stuff during the day and then we were planning to shoot like the last three or four hours in the bar like when it got a little cooled down and we could it wasn't initially supposed to be a little bit bigger of a scene but we uh we were planning to go in there and they were like oh no you guys only rented the hall like you only like and this was like at 10 30 at night or something or it's too late yeah we're just like dude are you kidding like this, we have a whole part of the movie we're supposed to be like we talked to the dude and like it was just kind of a back and forth and uh in the last moment like uh one of the dudes was like all right listen when everybody goes home i'm gonna give you guys like 10 or 15 minutes to shoot in here and we were like holy shit like finally like thank god at least that so we got in there and just like set that shot up like really quick and uh we were supposed to only get like one take but we like he was kind of over there like closing up and getting everything ready and we kind of got the chance for one more take to do some like different angles yeah and uh so we kind of were able to cut it like that and then we kind of went back and shot other shots to kind of get the story like moving and give it a little bit more feel of like a yeah because i noticed you had multiple angles in there yeah i noticed that um, that was tough though man to, i can't believe he <laughs> nailed it like that man it's like an eight like seven minute monologue or something yeah that he like had down like yeah and nailed, nailed it, it twice and i was just like oh my lord that's why i was that's why it like he caught me off guard i was like yeah. he's not these he's not some you know right person who's out of their mind just like yeah. claiming they saw something he's like whatever he, this story he's telling he's like super animated about it i was like man this, is like, this dude's yeah that's it. actually that's from one of uh teddy roosevelt's books yeah like, for, and it's um it's i mean he seemed like he was a pretty good judge of character though and he, he yeah seemed to believe the story so it it makes it well he's he sold out. it though yeah. he sold it. so how'd y'all how'd y'all find all the people who were not actors that people were just telling the stories so that's like what was pretty interesting is like kind of how like the like just getting linked up with them by chance and stuff and much times like um we had uh the the first woman you hear in it you know what i mean when you don't mm-hmm. see her face that was like planned and the initial scene was a uh was gonna have like an actor and a, like her and like a another actor playing her husband kind of telling this story off camera where you never see them kind of the same shot just like you see in the movie right but um when we when i was going to check out the american legion which my cinematographer when we were trying to find places to go he he told me like you know we have you ever would you like to check out the american legion like my mom used to plan some stuff there and do events and whatnot and so i was like it sounds good i remember driving by it. i've never been in so when i was Going there, I like stopped at Office Depot first, and the guy in front of me in line had like a big American Legion T-shirt on, and I was like, "Oh well, this is a, a sign. It's probably going to be a good location." So we right. went there, and like the whole outside had great like woods around it and stuff to film like all the like the walk-up scenes and stuff. Yeah. So that was perfect. Then we walked in, and there's a bar there, and we need a bar. So I'm like, "Oh my lord!" And then the woman takes me to in to see the convention hall, and the convention hall is perfectly. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, three things in a row!" And I'm just kind of like, "Yes." And uh, she's like, so what are you guys making? Uh, like, what's your film about? And I was like, kind of embarrassed. Because like, every person you tell you're making like a Bigfoot or yeah. a Sasquatch film, they're going to be like, oh, okay. Well, because they immediately associate it with, the, yeah. the, like I said, the TV shows that they right. have where yeah. they're finding Bigfoot and exactly. they never find anything. Very, very silly and just goofy. Just, yeah, like yeah. Said, making they, whoops in the... But people are so into it, though. They are. Oh, yeah. It's. I think that I, that's why... It, that's why I was like, you know what? It 
regardless of y'all's take on it, it's mm-hmm. gonna do. It's gonna get interest because it's one of those topics that is always interesting. And always, hopefully, like with them, with they're they're impressed by, like you said, watching all that silly shit. That hopefully, if you make like a decent, like yeah. well made film that kind of takes it a little more serious and isn't like at least you know super hokey or anything, like right. it would catch. But so she asks what we're doing, and I tell her, and she kind of like just stops and like looks at me for like seven or eight seconds just like really intense and i was like what's up yeah like, what I did. that was weird it was like, what i say I was like just a bigfoot film she was like she had to like think about it for a few seconds she was like kind of like just trying to like is this guy fucking with me did somebody send him here to fuck with me yeah because she was like um yeah i used to live in the appalachian mountains and oh, i've shit. i've uh actually seen something and she didn't really want to tell me and so that was like I had to literally over we filmed there like a few different times to do tests and get um some different shots before like we actually had the convention and um I tried to get her to like yo do you want to be in the movie and stuff she was like oh no no like I don't I'm not yeah. cuz like she says in the movie like she her experience when she saw something out there and she tried to tell her when she was scared shitless they all just kind of laughed at her and told her she was crazy and stuff you know what right. I mean so yeah she definitely was very it took me like a long time i finally convinced her after like a like two hour shift of like like working the bar one night she finally just like walked in there with a cigarette i was like all right what do you want to know and just like <laughs> told me i was like damn that was as good as i could have hoped like you know yeah. what I mean? for just to so that was the first one and then we yeah in the middle just todd before my mom one day when we were making she was like, oh you know todd has seen something up there and i was like what like so i got a hold of todd and then he told me about your dad so i talked to your dad and then they were both really interesting and uh yeah (laughs) fun to you know i mean todd's always cracked me up and stuff but we uh yeah we just planned something to come down here and talk to both them so that worked out really well um and they bring a whole like a different style to it of um like being hunters like you know what i mean right like you were saying earlier the expertise out there in the years like just of being out there that you can tell at the that's what hopefully the movie is supposed to kind of confuse you like that and you're like wait there's there's like acting and there's like recollections and there's like memories Mm -hmm. of stuff happening and it's definitely a movie but these are either like the best actors i've ever seen or they're like completely just natural people talking you know what i mean so yeah you kind of are supposed to pick up on that and they've definitely help because there's just no way like those like those two dudes are just like acting a script or something no. you know what i mean <laughs> no and it it gives it's like you said them being hundreds whatever it does it does kind of give it more them and their situation more um an extra level of like credibility mm-hmm. you know what i mean yep. just um it's kind of i mean it's kind of like if anybody's gonna see something it's gonna be people who are mm-hmm. always out there yeah you know and so so i would imagine it's yeah well and this is this is actually something i'm just now thinking about is the fact that they've been out hunting in those you know all around the country really right. for like my the world for you know what I mean? yeah Sometimes yeah well, i was in africa right before this like. yeah well and and my dad kind of mentions it how he uh said he was going to elk hunting in september and he didn't make it back home till yeah. like november <laughs> his parts of any viewing we've had like him and uh and the guy Big Dog from the one before, like the bigger dude with the glasses, like oh, beforehand, yeah. they both get like a very good audience reaction every time. Yeah. People are very entertained the whole time. Both, but both uh, 
something I'm just now, something I'm really just now thinking about uh-huh. is the fact that they've been hunting, you know, all around the country and the world for, you know, the majority of their life. Yeah. And for this to be like really their only story. Yeah. I mean, I, I he's never really told me any other story yeah, other they than they've hunted there for like Todd, like 30 years and him, like 10 or 15 10, years yeah. before anything ever like happened before they actually came across some signs. But there. not just there though, but, yeah. but not just there. They've hunted everywhere yeah, yeah, and yeah. it doesn't matter where they've hunted. That's right. the only instance they've ever said. Yeah. I've seen Cause he's told me some stories before I was like, man, you're my dad, so I'm gonna let you tell this story. <laughs> but it sounds like total bullshit. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but the fact that that's the only story he has about seeing something like Bigfoot or anything yeah. or any sort of thing like that, again, just one more after you know decades of hunting. Yeah, he's that's pretty. Uh, that is interesting. Now that I and think it, about it, helps that. that they're not like pushing it the whole time either like you know what i mean they're like they're trying like todd man it was it was like todd told me stuff behind the scenes that would have been more like enticing to sit but you could tell he's watching his words and not wanting to say too much and i'm just telling you the facts of like what happened while i was sitting there i'm not trying to insinuate anything or you know but you could tell you know yeah they they know what's going on oh yeah well they he he's told me the story two or three times mm. and even whenever i watched the movie last night i was like yeah they're leaving some stuff out yeah there was more that right. <laughs> there's more to it but yeah. uh but yeah they you know not just them though the all the people so y'all had a convention though that's yeah. how you got the people to come yeah i mean dude we weren't even we had actor that whole day was like most of that part is for actors like all of the uh the accounts in the movie are based off of, uh, you know what I mean? Because I, I mean, honestly, I listened to probably a thousand different reports in the last like two or three years. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and all of them are based off of someone's like real report, uh, you know, uh, apparently. But so I've, you know what I mean? Wanted to keep the, even whenever it's like someone doing an acting part and it's they haven't actually seen something to to feel like it's an actual story. So, but that's like, we, we had that plan for, you know, kind of like the montage part where it's showing, it's all cut together with like Mm -hmm. five different people's stories interwoven and you're seeing their recollections, but just having put it on and inviting like the dudes who had the foot castings and stuff who we met at another convention who were really cool and they have their own podcast and whole like Facebook group and like a bunch of people. So they like put it out on their Facebook group that they were going to be there that weekend and different people just showed up, showed up who yeah. had different stories that and that's I mean there were I probably met five other people who didn't want to be in the film like not just there but just through other people and people like oh you've, I know somebody who has a Sasquatch story when you tell somebody like it's weird like the the degrees of separation like how many people you don't realize that you know like just one friend away who's oh yeah, oh, yeah I know somebody that's like so, I mean, I probably honestly came across 15 or 20 people in real life that, like, aren't trying to tell anybody, aren't necessarily proud of it. Like, you know, don't really want to push that out there. out there. Yeah. That's what makes me and just a bunch of the physical evidence and whatnot as well that I'm I didn't know going into this if I believed or not, if that kind of thing is out there. But at this point, I'm pretty but if if you're you're open to hearing it though, so I'm pretty like sold at this point, honestly. From talking, are like, you speaking to people for hours on end that are not lying to you, that are looking in your eyes, that aren't even trying to tell you? You had to like convince them to tell this, like you know. I'm, like, They're just telling you. Just that to, was the majority of people out there was like 
can they would tell you one version of the story and then like they hang out with you again like a few weeks later and realize you're a cool person and then they'd like drop a little trust, bit more trust you more yeah, yeah. a and little it, more comfortable i mean so many didn't it keeps happening like it happened two weeks ago with one guy that i had i've known my whole life that i didn't know anything he was like all right now i'm gonna tell you like something that and he knew somebody that had you know and they all have different because once you either come across that or someone has seen it it's um like it's kind of like the guy in the movie like you know what i mean like it's so many people have an obsession with it once you oh yeah something like that is out there that's kind of like trumps everything else in in terms of like uh interesting things in the world but you know what i mean oh yeah it's kind of like you it's kind of like you got you got in on a secret that nobody else knows yeah like if you see, you're like oh shit this is crazy this is like, real. you know what i mean <laughs> like and what a wild thing to but you know the crazy and like scientific thing like we didn't really prove that uh gorillas existed till about like 120 years ago you know what i mean like, really yeah i mean they they were kind of like the same thing they were legends and spoken about like for years and years and years and years and then finally like the only like how we proved that gorillas existed was they went on like an expedition with like 10 or 15 dudes or something out there and Mm -hmm. after like seven months came across one like who just like crossed a pathway and they just like mowed it down like all of them just like killed it cut off its head brought the skull back to be studied for two years and after two years of like studying the skull they were like okay they're real like wow so that's kind of the level of you know what i mean of what would have to be proven because there's yeah there's I, about enough evidence to go on and on and on and oh on, there's that's why it's still so interesting is because there is some evidence where you're like okay well you know they did when they dna test some some fur or something and it comes back as like some sort of primate but crazy like, when you the footprints like the those yeah just for, especially because i watched one uh documentary about a guy who's a expert in the muscles of the feet and how the feet like move and how they react to different things and then mm-hmm. he uh he started collecting samples for a long time and uh had like a started kind of a uh, i mean he had like 15,000 samples or something from over or you know just many many samples from many many years like over the last 100 years from different people that just helped him make an archive and uh, another guy from Huntsville who was a, he worked for like the FBI and whatnot on like fingerprints. He's an expert in fingerprints and like toe prints and all that in humans and in apes actually, which is one of the few people that has like, is kind of an expert in both because they vary. And right. uh, he saw some program and saw it on there and was like, that's really interesting. So he called that guy up who was on the program with the archive of feet and went down there asked him if he could come check it out and nobody there was kind of an expert in prints and whatnot and whenever he got there he was kind of blown away after only like 15 minutes because of the like level of um uh like the mix of how the prints like were like an ape's feet i think ours our ridges on our feet run like sideways like parallel mm-hmm. uh theirs run uh like an ape runs um like up and down the feet. Like so it, it's kind of like and, uh, he could see like the dermal ridges and the different uh, parts of it in these castings that went was kind of like almost like a meld of the two and was mm, weird. And he just was saying there's no way that someone could fake these and like for that many years in this many different places to like this level of 
and how the like feet react to yeah. what they're stepping on. And one of the guys that had the feet casting at our convention, they have probably like seven or eight different tracks from like in Arkansas and like North Texas and whatnot. And somebody's like ranch and stuff. And you can see where it has like a big callus on its foot and you can see it like going like they have four castings of it going like into an embankment. You know what I mean? You can see mm-hmm. how its foot like gets deeper and the toes like curl in on some of them yeah. and are just actually moving and like rocks reacting to the muscles in the feet. And it's weird. It's insane. So, weird. Yeah. That, that, did you, did anyone, it weirds me out too. Oh yeah. Did it, did anyone that you talked to kind of make you go the other way? Be like, ah, or at least be like, mm, this person is, is just talk, crazy. I haven't <laughs> talked to any that have said they've actually seen anything that I don't really believe. Cause they, I don't know. I've, I know a few liars. Like I know. Right. Kinda, I mean, <laughs> but cause they're, they're almost never trying to tell you. it's always like someone tells you that they have a story and then you've got to go like search them out and then yeah they'll be like okay Get it i'll out tell you them. but you're not yeah. trying to fucking make fun of me are you like, right you know what i mean which is the overwhelming vibe from all of them like this yeah they usually don't want to that's usually what that gets you like you know what i mean is getting and that was kind of a, a some if you tell to represent that in the film too if you i mean i guess I guess if you have one of those stories, you kind of have some, so, some sort of like fear of like judgment. I guess oh, or people yeah. like me? being like, "Come on, dude, what, yeah. what, 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 what was it really?" <laughs> like I'm telling them I'm making a Bigfoot film and I've been working on it for two years, and they're like, mm, "You're not gonna mess with me, are you?" I'm like, "Dude, are you kidding?" Like, I've talked to so many people, yeah. but it takes a while to like get their trust and whatnot. But, but also, I I wasn't afraid if they're was somebody that seemed like they're lying or so. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was like the other part of the movie. I was like, the movie is just as interesting to me as if you believe all these people are lying. Because yeah, what is that about? Like, that's a human, uh, just like a character study to see like, what, what are these people, what's going on inside there? Why is there this like mass psychosis of people that say that they've seen something completely ridiculous? Right. You know? And so... Either way, to me, it was, like, interesting. And, like, the whole thing, like, people go back and forth about all the different hundreds of videos and pictures that there are out there, you know what I mean? But to me, I, uh, it's as interesting or, like, funny to me that people, like, you know, with the hoaxes, like, go out there and dress up or, like, the, the, all the different <laughs> they make They make of, their own, feet, yeah, own footprints, yeah. All these uh, crazy, like, the phenomenon of it all and that mm-hmm. it's still, like this one legend is still this big and growing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I see so many Sasquatch bumper stickers and just people that are like, there's a interest in that that just keeps going. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And it's more than, it's kind of more than all the other urban legends. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the, like they had, what's the, um, Loch Ness or Loch Ness is, is a big one. They get Mothman. That's yeah. the one. Where they have like a statue of, of what Mothman is, like in that one town. Yeah. Uh, even that one is kind of like you don't hear about it the same. Mm-hmm. I guess because it's kind of like those are all in that one area. Right. But like even like the the Jersey Devil thing. Yeah, yeah. Even that it's like it's Chupacabra. that area. Chupacabra's one that. Yeah. In Mexico. I can see that one. I can see that one. Right. But um, yeah, there's something, <gasps> there's something about it that man just keeps people interested in like. Cause it, I guess it's because it's, I guess because like 
it's not that far fetched. Mm-hmm. It's not that far fetched. It's just that it hasn't been found or hasn't had any real solid like picture because people want pictures and videos. Yeah, that's what they want. Even they really don't even want pictures. Yeah, even a picture of like yeah, it's probably somebody in a suit, or whatever. Like they need, you really need video or and like. Even, there's some incredible videos, and you go through the comments, and half of them that's the shittiest costume I've ever seen. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? and like even if the, it is a costume, like that's an impressive costume for some right. of the videos out there. And I uh, and to me, that's all, what I also wanted to represent is like um, to me the most interesting thing and the most like proof that we have are all these people that are talking, can talk to you about this for hours. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's either, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of people over as long back as, you know, as far as back as we go, like every native American tribe has a name or a, like a history of these things being out there for as long as we can remember every place in the world, every like state in the nation, like all have, some sort of Stories. similar that was kind of shown you know in that montage going across that big ass map of all mm-hmm. the different red dots like that's a pretty like I made that myself like on like compiling like different maps of like reporting stuff like where people say that many like you know what I mean that and that's kind of being conservative too like, yeah right? yeah and the, I mean that's to me that's one of the biggest piece of evidence that like there's definitely something that was whether it's still out there or not um the fact that there's like cave drawings of oh, these yeah. things, and you're like, those people, they weren't being like, let me draw this shit to mess with people. They were just like, oh yeah, they had nothing to do. They the concept for that really, like yeah. Know. And the fact that it goes back that far, it's still today. The one, t- the one person, I will say one, one thing I did hear in there that kind of made me like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Is there's one guy in the in the movie who says, uh, they're out, they're out there in in very large numbers or something uh-huh. like that. I was like. That's pretty tough to believe that it's a like a well. I guess it's in reference. Like, what does he consider a large number? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I so know. I mean, some people are like Bigfoot, the one Bigfoot, the one walks, right, you know exactly. I mean? Like, there's a Bigfoot out there. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? like, to him, he might he. To be fair, to him, large numbers might mean might might be two hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, he said that. I was like, ooh, I don't know about that because uh-huh. especially. And this is this is one argument that I heard a while back because mm-hmm. uh, I've I've started. I don't know if you have. Do you have Reddit? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I there's mean, a I've... there's a Bigfoot Reddit right, right. community that's like got a lot of good stuff on it. And because uh, once once I heard about the movie and everything, I kind of yeah. did my own research and looked into of, some of it. You know, go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, just <laughs> just dive in a little bit. And uh, one of the things I heard was this guy who was going. He was actually going against it. He was saying. Like these two guys were kind of having like a little friendly debate over mm-hmm. if like if it's real or or what they believe, I guess. And uh, one of the guys was saying he was like, you know, for he said for it to exist, he said it would have to have how did he word it? It was something along the lines of like it would this thing would have to have um a feeding and behavior pattern like no other animal out there, and it would have to change its pattern constantly. Because even like even if any other like great ape species that you want to go find, because I guess that's what they you know that's the majority of the stories you hear. It's like it's this great ape 
Right. Sometimes human hybrid thing. They are thing, pretty, like, hard to... Like, chimps and stuff that you can go, like, weeks, like, kind of knowing where they are, and you yeah. won't see, a, like, a sign of them until, like, one of them just, like, is chilling, and it's like, yo, and, like, lets yeah. you see them. Right. And so, yeah. I think there's definitely... There's a huge divide in Bigfoot culture of this is either... Uh, another great ape of some sort or it's more it's closer to almost like a human being like you know what right I mean? uh in in some so definitely not just a human being that's for sure but no there's no that's, way uh, that's you know it, it i mean all the theories go from all the way from like aliens to like the nephilim from the bible and so you know what i mean so mm-hmm. there's so many different theories and whatnot but um they uh yeah, I mean, it just depends on you know which which side, you know what I mean. Kind of, yeah. There's they kind of most people either branch way far mm. to one side or to the other, but it's probably something closer in the middle of what is actually going on. Right. Yeah, because there's there's always the hardcores. That's what one I was watching a a YouTube video about it, and one of the guys was he was definitely a firm believer in. Mm beyond that he was he was so far you're like man you gotta you gotta give me some proof for what you're saying because what he said at one point i don't know if you've ever heard this uh, this little argument or whatever it is Uh whatever you want to call it but he said uh that sasquatches they're uh shapeshifters Mm -hmm. that's why that's why uh you can't get them because they they'll turn into trees or something. I was like, Whoa. oh, there's all kinds. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, portals, Whoa, <laughs> There's uh, orbs. Like, there's yeah. all kinds of different things in the story. Which we kind of like to. And the movie is honestly, it's like a Sasquatch movie, but it's honestly even like more so about uh, just like the things that we don't know that go on in the woods, or you know what I mean, or just yeah. the mysteries out there, which is like. The stuff with like the lanterns coming on out there and the yeah. different stories that you're like, what's going on here? Like, yeah, that that just... that part kind of got me too, where he said all of a sudden we were surrounded and then like the lanterns start popping right. on. I wasn't sure what you're talking about. They were surrounded by, right? But, yeah, and that's kind of intentionally ambiguous because it's uh, who knows, like you know, because that that's yeah. based off that guy's actually his dad and his uncle's story, mm-hmm. pretty much that story. But there was four brothers instead of. Three, the three, yeah. But in Canada in the seventies, we're out there. <clears throat> One of the brothers went to go pee. He was gone for like ten minutes. They went and looking for him for a while. And this, you know, you could talk to all four of them, and they'll tell you the same story. And they were at like the kind of the going down a hill, and could see him down at the bottom, like standing near a lake. And when they got down there, just his shoes were there. And mm. then they went back to the fire. The older brother like went to get the truck and went to town to go see if anybody could help them, like find him. And the other two brothers were by the fire and behind a lantern came on behind him. And once the lanterns just started coming on out there and they just started hauling ass yeah. through the woods and there were lanterns all out there. So I don't know if it's, you know, woods people, like what if it's, you know, like what some kind of weird cult of people that live out in the woods. Like, <laughs> That'd be worse which, than finding Bigfoot, yeah, finding a cult in the woods. Oh man, That'd be the worst. And that's what we didn't kind of, we didn't even, we kind of left it a little bit more in Vegas. They finally found him, you know, walking down early, like as it was yeah. starting to get sunrise when the other brother came back and they were just, you know, he, they, they went to the road and finally he was coming back from town and he couldn't find anybody to help him in town. And he picked up them too. And they were driving and saw the youngest brother, the one who had been missing the whole time with yeah. his, just like his shirt and like shorts on, just like walking down the hall with no shoes down the road. Right. And uh, he was kind of, uh, 
in shock for the next like day or two. And when he said he woke up, he had, he went to go pee on the tree. He like kind of went and he just blacked out kind of, and he kind of remembers like hazily standing by the water and like feeling like a presence, like wanting him to like go in or like hearing. He said he didn't know he was definitely kind of like drugged or something. You know what I mean? Cause he, he said he was very like groggy and didn't know what was going on. Weird. And then he woke up in the woods in a pile of like ripped clothes and stuff like where there was just a bunch of like where this had probably been done before. Yeah. He's not the first one. And he just got enough of his senses to just start running and ran throughout the, and eventually made it to the road and all that. And they don't really ever know what happened out there weird or anything, but I kind of wanted to leave it like that as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of open. Yeah. Who knows what goes on out there or what is actually in the deep woods. Yeah, that's weird. that's why that's why I don't like the ocean, man. That's Have you ever the ocean is even more oh, God. Oh, vast yeah, you just and feel yeah the the uh, you're the you're you're helpless. Expanse of it underneath. If you get in ten feet of water, you're pretty much helpless. Oh yeah, and it feels like it just goes on forever, and it goes like to thousands of feet deep. The so. waves suck you out. Like. Oh yeah, <laughs> forget that. Not to mention the creatures that are out there. Yeah, yeah, no, but um, yeah, that um. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is about Bigfoot that makes it so, uh, or Sasquatch or Yeti, whatever you want to call yeah. them, because there it's it's not just in the U.S. It's worldwide. This, oh yeah, this thing. Himalayas is like you know one of the biggest places there, but I mean it, honestly, you get stories from all over. Australia has the Yowie. Like there's all mm. kinds of different. They all have different weird names. Elder Brother is a like English translation of one tribe's name for Sasquatch so that's where that came from yeah that's where you get the hmm. I was trying to find a name for a while and then finally when I saw that I was like oh here we go yeah that's did you so, another thing it kind of showed in the movie did you draw the art yeah. yourself yeah I saw I noticed I was like oh this dude is so is on your Instagram is that your drawing yeah, yeah. that you're that you like yeah. color like putting yeah. color on and stuff? Yeah. dude that's sick that's what I kind of did before I mean like I've always loved film and art and stuff I've been drawing since I was a kid but I um uh, make sure I'm in. Oh, yeah, you can. Gotcha. But uh, that's what I've done all my life is draw and paint and whatnot. So that was a lot of a chance to kind of put that in the film as well because we needed, we needed different things to be able to cut in and out of that whole long um, sequence to be able to move back and forth with. So I was like, that'd be more like cinematic since you're not seeing any flashbacks or anything right here to kind of see that... Because it's also... A, Another thing in the movie is kind of that um, either he has a really good imagination or he's kind of seeing what they're seeing, like the guy who's the main character or whatever Mm -hmm. is. So it's kind of like another thing. That's why I like it the first part when you're seeing the Native Americans run around that he's there like at the first part with like, you know, in the fire. You're like, what is why did you just show this dude for a few seconds at a Mm -hmm. fire? Like, you know, I mean, that he's like actually watching this story take place like kind of almost some like telekinetic like uh connection to the spots or the people who are like telling the stories and stuff yeah so that's what that was kind of another thing bringing that was the drawings and it was that he's kind of drawing each one of the different sasquatches that they're talking about each of the different people in there so yeah, yeah. even the like the ending well okay <laughs> the sasquatch at the end uh-huh. who who is that and what is that? <laughs> that Who knows, show? man? I don't know. I can't even. No. We like purposely were vague. Like, 
Bacon, I didn't even put any. Uh, it caught me so off guard whenever he looks up from that fire. Or yeah. it was you. It was, yeah, it was you. Yeah, yeah. And you like look up from that fire. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it caught me so off guard whenever that came up. I was like, all right, we got to talk about this. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even like put in the credits like any like uh, makeup or costume, like uh-huh. uh, anything like that, just to leave it like more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. I got like, you. you know, and honestly, like. To make this work for as little as we shot it for and everything, like, I did, like, any part that I could, like, myself for the film. Like, you know what I mean? Besides writing and directing and shooting and doing the music and sound design. Like, so, I was like, I don't, I don't need, I was trying to, like, actively take my own, like, credits out of the movie so it didn't seem, like, super yeah <laughs> pretentious or just something, yeah. you know, just my name. Like, like, I did everything. A bunch of times. Because we definitely, like, my team and stuff is great and stuff there's just a lot of stuff so to financially make it work that i had to do myself that's why i played like the main part Mm -hmm. was because it was for practicality like you know what i mean because there was just nobody i was going to be able to get there like every day over a year for that long yeah had to just have somebody ready and and he also doesn't really talk much at all like you know what i mean so that's like was another i was wondering if that was intentional yeah yeah. okay i think uh more more often than anything, you kind of hear you in the background when somebody's telling a story. Yeah, every once in a while you'll hear me you'll kind like, of oh, yeah. there, chime in or just yeah. barely say something. You'll just kind of like give a little bit of feedback. But right. anytime it's on you, you're just like kind of looking at uh-huh. it. It's like just a, like a stare, like just taking in what they're saying. It's just kind of, you know, it's like purposeful. Like I wanted to like have, you have somebody to go along to like sit in their shoes as the audience member. But it really is like about all these different people and all their different stories and that like was the push was like this many people say they've seen a fucking nine foot hairy yeah. man in the woods some sort of beast or whatever. you know what i mean that and so many of them say like it looked like a man like it looked like a human being looking yeah. back at me and that's pretty intense like you know so yeah, the one guy said it looked like a Mexican guy. Yeah, <laughs> he had so many funny like. He's like, well, well, well. I mean, like, he's like, it was the mustache, <laughs> a female, because it had breasts. Yeah, that was so funny because we, we like a year before that, like saw that dude at a convention in like Jefferson, Texas, up north, and we just my cinematographer was walking out the door, and he was talking about a picture of Catch One. I don't know if it was Patty, the famous like footage of. The Patterson Gimlin. Film, oh yeah, yeah. The one everybody's seen, but but he uh, he was like, yeah, man, tits don't lie, man. And so <laughs> we all thought that was so. That's like the name of our like film like group message to, to where we schedule everything. Yes, yeah, tits don't lie. So he <laughs> just showed up to the convention we had and like got on film and actually dropped breasts don't lie. Yeah. In it. So I was just it was like a dream come true that that's he, so funny. he had so many funny like little lines like that. But and also just to bring out like the personality of each of these people and like kind of each one is kind of quirky and a little, you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah definitely a big personality like everybody in it that has a story so for sure for sure no man i enjoy, i really enjoyed it dude it was uh Thanks, like i said if, if if i watch something all the way through uh-huh. that's a big deal yeah that's a big deal because i i'm very quick to cut like turn things off if i lose my interest fast but and we had it a, like a little we had it probably like two and a half minutes longer when we entered it into like the first festivals and stuff we entered it into and then I kind of because I've been working on it for like two years you know what I mean then I took a good like break and we went on like a vacation and uh came back and I kind of took a month off anything looking at it all and when I came back I was like 
needs to kind of even be a little bit trimmed down even more and kind of make it even move the pace a little bit tighter and stuff just because yeah. don't want to actually lose because it can become such a uh, like out there subject and stuff that you don't really want to run people's patience too much right you know what i mean just i just think that's enough. what some of those other shows do though Oh, I think so. they even just wander and they're wander short and they're just <laughs> they're short they're, they're shorter than the movie out. they're shorter most of those TV shows are yeah. shorter than the movie because a usual TV show uh, of actual screen time runs like 22 minutes or something like right. that some of and, those are like an hour with commercials yeah yeah and uh but even the but those shows they're like it's so like repetitive and repetitive and it's like eventually it's almost like they've just beaten you down with the same thing you're like alright I've I get it. You're not going to find it. Whatever. And that was the other thing I wanted to kind of hide within it is like a lot of those being documentaries and they're almost like less real than like a movie. You know what I mean? Like they're they're so silly and stuff that like I wanted to like lure people in of the guys of like, oh, this is just like a good like Sasquatch movie. It's like a narrative movie. Like you never see a good Sasquatch movie. Like also like how you're not trying to like you aren't trying to hunt the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not that at all. And it's not ripping people apart and there's yeah. not, like girls in bikinis out there just like screaming and yeah. like this thing in horrible CGI or just in a horrible co- you know what I mean like we kind of wanted to keep it like jaws where you only see little bits of him like little here and there and just always feeling the atmosphere or doing like kind of point of view shots from him in the woods or you know what I mean kind yeah. of watching out. So so it didn't kind of run you dry or make you just like, oh, God, this again. Yeah, it's di- it's different. It's definitely a different take, and that's what I that's why I think I enjoyed it because I've seen all the I've seen them all. We've all seen them all the oh, yeah. the shows. Yeah. And they they They're do goofy. Get, it doesn't yeah, and it doesn't really matter. You can watch one of them and then switch to a completely different oh, one, yeah. and it's pretty similar. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Like that's why. Just them walking with night vision yeah. for like twenty minutes, and like everyone, did you hear something? Like, and then and so, then there's, there's one like guy. No that, mystery to that, you know what I mean? There's one guy that's mastered the the call. They're like, all right, man, hit that yell for me. All one right, time. Danny, and drop Ooh. it. They do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they always put their hands above their mouth. And like, Ooh. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's something. It, you'll get something. <laughs> attention. I thought it would be easier to like bring people in by having a narrative movie and then hiding. Like everything in the narrative movie be pretty much like something that's said to be real or something that was someone's like this happened like right know, so whether you believe it or not like it definitely has a more uh, natural and kind of honest vibe than most of those things get. I think I think what it's what it's gonna do. Let's you let your guard down. You know what I mean? Because you're like I'm just yeah. watching a movie. I don't have to believe this. Like right, right. But I I think one thing that's gonna do or really a lot of those shows do is that uh, it kind of you're going to get out of it what you're going in thinking like if you're going into it thinking like it's not real let's these are, people are going to be crazy telling uh-huh. crazy stories then you then anything that you're going to be anything that they say that seems right. off you're like ah oh, that's way off but you know it's going mean? to fun to point it out and fun to be kind of like grilling them or judging them the right. whole time like as someone who doesn't believe you know but I mean? if you do believe yeah. If you do believe, then you sit there and picking up on the similarities from other stories that yeah. you hear. So I think, because like me, the I, where I stand on it is, I stand on it to where like I don't doubt that I don't doubt that there's something. Mm. You won't find me looking for it. Oh no, you you won't find me. I don't actually want to go look. For, for I mean, like I'm interested. I would. I'll be. I'd, I'll like, be I'd like if I saw it. one or so, you know what I mean. Like it would be cool to know, without a shadow of a doubt. Right, but. 
it's honestly it's like to, like a lot of people say it's like just the most terrifying I and mean, there's kind of like countless um uh like uh veterans and stuff who have said that they've seen something out there which you know because they're a good amount of them are hunters and stuff and mm-hmm. it's usually stories of them hunting and there's countless ones that have come in there and said that it was like far more terrifying to them than active combat right? yeah that's what that's what one of the guys which i don't think he was a veteran but he was talking about having two guns on him and all this uh-huh. stuff and he's like i've been in fights man and yeah i'm not scared to fight somebody and then he said whenever he saw it he like turned it he's like i just turned into like a little, little girl, girl man. yeah like, <laughs> i was like damn that's interesting he was there he actually like showed up to the uh like we had a premiere and stuff and he came by and talked to us and stuff and watched it again so he enjoyed it but yeah you could just tell i mean like he definitely seemed you know i mean i kind of had to ask him and like get him to be in the movie too like you know Mm -hmm. and his kid like had a story too but he uh do you notice the kid is sitting there nodding a few times like 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 agreeing with stuff which i i would have tried but, but that i mean that's the other thing i talked to each of those people like hour and 15 minutes like they could just go answer any question could just tell you this that like just keep going on and on like and just keep going into detail or any question you asked immediately had it so that was a challenge to try to get those down to like about five minutes each or something his kid had one too but he kind of spoke so low and stuff like when he talked that it It wouldn't really have registered with the sound very good and um and we just we had to cut more you know what i mean like there was stuff in that that it was even in a version that you saw like a few weeks ago that there mm-hmm. was like more to it, but it's just like, let's just keep it moving. Cause it's already kind of a little bit of a drawn out sequence. You know, it's about right. 15 minutes or so. So or it's a little bit shorter now, but we're like, we got to keep it moving. Your dad and them is the, like probably the longest it sequence is. in the movie. Yeah. And I was actively, I, and you know, I cut out a bunch of stuff from theirs, but, and I was looking to cut out more, but it kind of, uh, it was really hard to make it all like seamlessly flow and right. seem like it was kind of one conversation. So, and it was just, inter- you know what I mean? Most of the things. Yeah. Theirs was long. It's pretty fun. Theirs was long, especially I've heard it, you know, four right, or five right. times now. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I, I didn't want to skip anything. Right. You're like, I but know this. Story. I knew the story. Right. And I saw the stuff was missing. I was like, ah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it how it happened. <laughs> well, there's, it, he probably did tell more, but it's probably like was me having to edit stuff. Like some stuff I had to like just because their sequence is so long already. Like, you know, yeah. I mean? it's constantly in the kind of because I've edited this and watched it and listened to these things so many times. Like what's going to still be surprising to an audience that I've like seen so many times. We're trying to balance that. Like what's going to be, you know. Yeah interest or to what's actually going to grab them yeah or interest to people that aren't that into sasquatch or don't believe in stuff too you know what i mean because if they're watching maybe you want to like keep them along for the ride as well and not kind of run them down which there's a possibility it does but well i think that's what i'm saying i think i think however they go into it thinking it's only gonna either i right i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna convince anybody Mm -hmm. i think because there's not really a ton of like in like in-depth evidence stuff you right. know what i mean if yeah, you're is, if you're if you're um against it like you you uh, don't believe and you kind of right. have that wall up right you're gonna want evidence so yeah. it's not really going to convince those people right but people who are already kind of con- convinced of it 
will be even more. But to, you know, the people that aren't convinced of it, like that just makes me like look a little bit better as a filmmaker. Like, mm-hmm. damn, he like made all this shit up and got all this. And it's like a narrative story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that, uh, cause so much, you know I mean? That's all like adaption and like putting it all together, but just that kind of, that angle kind of cracks me up too. that. If you don't believe any of it, or you just like are there to like watch a movie, it's like, well, they put a lot in of like different stories and different Mm -hmm. things to to just that are all fake because i mean honestly it takes one of those stories the like of one person to not be lying yeah for it to all be real you know true and so you know yeah true to each his own yeah for sure i mean i think i just think that was the vibe i got it's and i i got that because i was sitting there watching it last night with uh and I had it playing, and I had a coworker sitting next uh-huh. to me, and uh, he was just kind of passively listening to it. Uh-huh. And um, I, for, I forgot what one of the somebody one of the people they were telling their story, and they said something. I forgot what it was, and he was like, he's just like real like nonchalant. He's like, "That's bullshit." Yeah. And I was like, "You talking to me? Are you talking about your show?" And he was uh-huh. like, "Yours." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And so that's what I started thinking. I was like, "What?" I was like, well, do you, do you believe in it? And he was like, no, not at all. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, then you're not going to. Right. You're really not going. You're going to have to have it, like, come to your front door and be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> before you're committed to it. But hopefully that's what, like, being a narrative feature and stuff allows you to kind of, oh, we're just watching a movie. Like, Yeah, you know, let like, your guard down There will be something, you know what I mean, that you're like, why are, it's not like regular acting. Like, you no. know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. There's a few movies that kind of use that, uh format you know what I mean of kind of using people off the street and stuff and people who have never acted and stuff which is yeah almost everybody in this movie has never acted and really no. think, you know what I mean so probably just I mean how many people were legit actors that the one guy that told Even the, the, the like the people who are acting like that one guy he's the only one who's an actor right like everybody else was one of my friends or of uh, one of the guys who worked on the film or anybody around me different uh interesting people that I had known over my life who I just liked how they talked or their personality and stuff and right. convinced them to do it. So, um, but yeah, so we, we kind of got all the, we got the whole movie done and then we kind of took like one long day and just got all Sasquatch stuff in one day. So we could kind of have it all ready and able to just edit it into those little spots to give it some, life you know right well so what so what are y'all doing because i know like now you're posting the trailer and uh-huh. you're posting the trailer and stuff so now are y'all are y'all still having to wait uh on some of these festivals or are you kind of at the point where you can uh we can't i just need to i want to find a, a good whatever the good i don't know if it's even like you know like a uh, renting it on youtube or something you know just putting it on like our oh, channel yeah, and you stuff, you know? um but kind of yeah like not too long into this festival season, we'll be trying to release it so people can rent it and watch it, like, you know, pretty early on and stuff, you know what I mean? Cause, That'd be cool. Because, yeah, I don't know. Some things require a, a world premiere to, like, Sundance. Day. That's why we kind of waited off, like, on a lot of stuff before entering other stuff because you can't have Sundance, like, you have to, it has to be the world premiere of it not seen anywhere, like, in public. Oh, gotcha. To be in that, so we've kind of waited uh, to enter into other stuff so now we're kind of following all the avenues but um yeah i'd like to get it out there for people to rent and whatnot too because there's there's such a a large 
uh, group of people who are like you said like the people who are interested in this and watch the Discovery Channel shows yeah. and all that that I think by word of mouth and bringing it to festivals and like Sasquatch conventions and whatnot that it could get out there more and get some more th- views and whatnot you know yeah I think may, I mean I'm, I'm obviously not going to tell y'all what to do with it mm-hmm. Yo, <laughs> but I mean putting it on YouTube with like a little paywall a right. little rent thing yep. I think that's a great option especially yeah. I mean a lot of people are going that you see a yeah. lot of uh right now a lot of comedians are going that way oh, yeah. and so, you know they try to sell their they're trying to sell their special to these streaming platforms and they don't they don't buy it for whatever reason they're like fuck it I'm just gonna put it on YouTube where which is like the world's biggest streaming platform really yeah. and nobody can really tell you what to do if it if it's not like too out there or too like I guess yeah Y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't run into whatnot, anything. But not like a producer or anything, you know, it's going to tell you, like, you need to do this. So. Yeah. Y'all, y'all shouldn't run into any problems YouTube-wise or anything like that. If, yeah. if you end up going that route and just putting it out there just to make it available to as many people right. as possible, yeah. I think that's a, that'd be a great option. I guess just to get it out there and kind of, that's what the festivals are, kind of get some word moving, like, you know, be able to have a little bit of... um. Uh, weight behind it bringing it other places and uh, moving forward with future projects and whatnot so yeah so we're kind of doing follow-ups to we're gonna do another uh jujitsu documentary about uh lucas barboza mm-hmm. you know he is also yep. at atos he's kind of one of the best in the world and uh following him since adcc didn't happen uh last year when it was supposed to because of covid it's because they they're always uh two years in between you know what i mean yeah and uh this one was three because of COVID and all that. So it's about to be the biggest one with like Gordon Ryan and Galval about to. Yeah. Do they have their super, like their super fight like, thing. Yeah. So we're trying to work around that to get in there and shoot some more. I'll have to, if I haven't sent you Patron as well, that's the, the yeah, Perez that documentary one. that, uh, that one's uh fun. It's only 35 minutes as well. So both of them we tried to make as like tightly like made as possible. You know what I mean? Makes sense. 75 minutes is pretty short for a feature film you know what I mean it's yeah like an hour and 15 minutes so it's not won't take up too much of your time you know what I mean if you're gonna start it you're like oh something that's two and a half hours or three yeah. hours you're like whoo this is a commitment you know it is so, it is that's why especially with the like they're starting to, some analytics from like Netflix have have came out and they've said that like most um like I'm a big like comedy guy like a lot of comedy specials they turn it off at like the midway point right and they'll come back to it, but it's like that hour-long special or whatever is just is too much to. Oh, yeah. If you make, I mean, making things more consumable to where it's like real quick, like, yeah. e- like hour fifteen is good. So, I mean, I, I, I don't. To me, I'll sit and watch something. Right. If if I'm into it, I'll sit and watch it. Yeah. But like, I mean, yeah, even the hour fifteen or hour and a half. Once you start getting past that, it's kind of like they have to commit to it for a while yeah. and it's, so i would rather have someone be either very like trimmed and ready at like a, a 90 minute to less like film mm-hmm. or if you're gonna pull off like a three like even like something like braveheart or something you know which is yeah. like a long movie but like only like really like kind of masterful like really good at their craft like directors or artists can make stuff like that that's like you want to watch for that long you know so yeah it definitely takes a lot of people try to that don't quite have the the level like try to make things that are longer that just really you're just like oh my god like this well they probably so try <laughs> they probably try to make it you know too 
two plus hours because they see these right. professional like yeah. high level movies done that way and they're like no, that's what I have to do and it's like you probably you probably don't have the script for it but even those masters like they make movies like they're not always on like they make some that you're just like well you didn't quite get it this day it was good oh, yeah. different parts but it's not quite holding me for this long you know what I mean right you definitely gotta go like start falling asleep in it like so you are gonna so you are that's one of your next projects though is doing another uh jujitsu one yeah because he's gonna he's kind of one of the favorites to win he i think he did he win his no i think him and gordon faced off and uh and i think he took silver in the last adcc but i don't know if gordon's actually <coughs> in the actual competition or if he's just doing the super fight with I think he's doing both he said he was going to yeah, i know so, he wants to do both but I, I know he's had a lot of um uh like stomach problems and whatnot too you know what i mean so uh, yeah uh, so I don't know if that how fixed that is or what's going to go into. I would like to see him in both, but well, he said he said he was retiring until uh, he said he was going to retire until he got it figured out. Oh. Like, and then I, few, I don't like, know if it's match here and there. Yeah, he did the exhibition with uh that Philip guy. I can't remember mm-hmm. Philip Rowe. I think was Something his name. Like Something like that. And um, yeah, he uh. I don't know if he got it fixed or what, but he, right. or maybe if he did the he exhibition for the super fight, so he must be all right. But he's been trying to get the one with Andre forever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I mean, they they fought at one of the who's number one events. Oh, so God, that back, yeah, or they didn't fight. He just kind of slapped him and said, oh, "What you, yeah. was like? What are you gonna do about it?" Oh lord, yeah, <laughs> that was, was so interesting. <laughs> yeah, that whole their their back and forth and stuff. And I really like Galval too. I've because we've knowing all those guys and filming the films with them and stuff like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I've I've been around Gordon at like a few co- like competitions stuff and never really like talked to him or anything you know what I mean just like him being there but I've actually hung out with those guys and like filmed around them been in like the locker room and stuff you know right. what I mean? and they are cool guys but yeah it's a it's a it's a really good match like you know what I mean and it's Gordon's scary though he feels like he's like Ivan Drag <sighs> Ivan Drago and Rocky like he yeah. just like feels like he's that unbeatable even though Andre's won it like six times, it's like yeah, it's there's something to it. There's something to it where like he does the, you know what it is like he talks shit and then backs it up and that makes it even yep. worse. That's yep. what you're like he told you he's gonna do. Yep. Like did you see the? Um, I think it was at one of the Who's Number One events oh. where he like he dropped the envelope on the table. Oh yeah, to the, gonna... and like he he told him not to open it to the end and they opened it at the end and he told him how he was gonna win. Uh-huh. I was like, and it, and this was like, it's hard to explain to people who don't train and stuff like right. like they don't understand like, for him to call his shot on somebody that at that level, yeah, oh yeah. is absurd. The best dudes in the world, yeah, absurd. And he seems like from he has a, uh, a, uh, just like a, order of moves that's like he's gonna do this to you, then he's gonna do this, then he's gonna do this, and it's gonna work mm-hmm. every time. It's like you can know it's coming or whatever. He like has this technique that like him and Danaher have worked on for so long that it just it feels like he's just gonna go in there and implement it on you. Like and you're yeah. not gonna do anything about it. Yeah. So. Uh, like he hasn't even really been in he hasn't even relatively been in trouble in except for uh or recently. I'll say recently he hasn't even been in that much trouble since uh the Craig Jones match whenever they went to overtime and he, oh, yeah, yeah. And he kind of had, had him in an arm bar. Yeah. But, I mean, Craig Jones... But he lasted through that, too. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, and he, yeah. I mean, it didn't... But didn't even then, submit. even then, he was just like... 
it kind of was like he's like I'm I'll be okay and, yeah. <laughs> and goes out there and then wins. Man, he's you know that's the crazy thing is in uh, Patron though Michael beat him like years before he got like bigger right. and stuff and that's like in one of the competitions like getting a show that like like Michael submitting Gordon Ryan or wow. I don't know if he submitted him but he won the match yeah. which is pretty cool like you know what I mean that he wasn't like the best in the world at that time but right. like that he is now it like gives a little bit more legitimacy to the documentary and like yeah. his skills and whatnot you know so why what's the um do you train with are you do you train in a place that's affiliated with autos or uh no i what's the deal with those people um so my uh my friend who's um uh, like one of the producers we make films together and whatnot too but he uh he was the one who got me into jujitsu like years ago he told me for like a year and a half or something like you got to do jujitsu you got to you're going to be a natural like you got to and i was just like okay like it sounds fun but finally one day he like got me there and i like submitted some dude like five times he was like one of our wrestling captains at school like the very first not even knowing what to do just like i guess this arm's not supposed to bend that way so exactly just had a a lot of control and it felt like it was natural for me and i instantly kind of was like oh this is why you've been telling me like yeah i this is feels natural and it's like the sport for me so we kind of uh that's i just man i've half my career of training in jujitsu has been in like garages or in like private training rooms and stuff and what and i've never kind of i have at certain points been at consistent gyms but it's mostly moving back and forth and he just kind of called me one day and was like yo i'm shipping mats to your house for your garage so we can train whenever i come down so now i just have a gym in my garage pretty much and that's oh, nice i just try to get anybody my brother trains at a gym now and he'll bring people over every once in a while or when my friend comes into town he'll bring different people in and just kind of like high level dudes so it's like I don't get to train as consistently anymore because I have two kids and it's like harder to get out at like yeah. dinner time, which is most, you know, when most classes are mm-hmm. like when you're trying to get them fed and to sleep and stuff. So it's, it's way easier for me if like dudes are just coming over at like nine after I get the kids down and then we can like roll for two hours in the garage and I don't have to go anywhere. Or, yeah. So that is, but I'd like to train more like for sure. I'd like to compete because I haven't done a competition in like, it feels like seven six or seven years or something oh, you know wow. what I mean like but I've I won like everyone that I did like back in the day besides like my last one which was in like San Antonio uh in like 2012 or something I don't know somewhere around oh, there, long but, time. yeah but it was a uh, I, I had gone there thinking that it was like 150 or 155 was the weight bracket and mm-hmm. we got there and I had kind of dropped down to get to 150 and was kind of depleted and stuff and we got there in the morning and it was at 150 not 155 so i was like still like four over so i was like oh "Oh." shit and so i had to wrestle and like with the 180 guys or whatnot and Mm. they were all dropping down from like 200 yeah and i got through the first i think like three matches and my like fourth one i had the dude in like a guillotine and we were on the edge of the mat and i was like just i had like no energy left i was so tired and i was like choking him and uh, they stopped us after like sitting right there and like moved us back to the middle, got in the same position and he popped his head out. Right. I didn't obviously didn't have it good, like the hold as good anymore. And he got two points and beat me. And that was my last minute. Sounds like a, a yeah. coward going out on my <laughs> first like competition loss. But I, I have not yeah competed since then. Wow. So. 
I was wondering if I was wondering if you had some affiliation with Autos because well, if you're doing two two documentary kind of my, my friend who taught me he's uh, he lives in Portland and he spends a bunch of his time in California too so he through he's like a that's one of the reasons why I've been able to stay somewhat decent at jujitsu without because he's like been so good and it's just been me and him like in a garage a bunch of times and yeah when you're just rolling with one person that good you know what i mean it kind of makes you raise your game so he oh yeah he's really everywhere he goes in kind of he he just travels and gets to kind of train wherever he wants because he's he just got his black belt last year oh wow. and he um he's so like good that he kind of made friends with them and then he Went to Atos and told them that we make films and stuff, and you know what I mean. Got just kind of get the connection. Michael's that one way. of his. Michael's actually from Houston and stuff. He knew him before he even went to California and went to Atos, but and then got he has he opened up a gym in uh, Eugene, Oregon, where they live, and uh, that's where Lucas kind of trains and uh, teaches a bunch when he's not. He kind of goes back and forth between Oregon and California from Atos to, so that's how. We got that in, which is gotcha. pretty lucky. I mean, they're like the they're one of the, I mean largest, one of the best, yeah, one yeah. Of the most accomplished in the country and whatnot. So that was a bit of yeah, good networking and luck, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a we. I mean, even the, just the community itself, though, is yeah. kind of like I mean, it's it's growing, you know, exponentially, oh, yeah. but it's still a very like niche thing. Yeah. Everybody's, respectively I mean people know what it is like now. friendly too though it's like yeah. one of the only like other sports you go on and people kind of like you know like I don't know it's it's like a humbling art like you know what I mean you yeah. can't go anywhere like I'm about to mess you all up like you know what mm-hmm. I mean like anywhere like some dude's gonna like it's like the same thing with like a boxing gym you don't like just go into like a gym yeah cause you don't know <laughs> you've seen so many you probably you know what I mean so many guys just walk in just like yo let me spar somebody and it's like alright alright buddy like, <laughs> and you usually give them like some small guys gonna whoop them no. Yeah, maybe, if you know what I mean, maybe do something, but then have an attitude. You know what I mean? Then get in there. And it's like, all right, feed him to whoever. Like, yeah, even I mean, I've only been doing it for go. I mean, I'm coming up on two years, uh-huh. but I mean, realistically, probably nine, ten months of, of mat time. Right. And um, uh, and uh, even just in that short amount of time, like the stuff that I've learned, and and we'll have we'll have new guys come in. And you know they, I I know you know what I'm talking about. They they think like just speed and aggression oh, is yeah. how you how you get Hold it. Them. Yeah, oh, grab <laughs> let me get you. And then like you, they they really think they're doing something. You're just like, all right, go ahead, take your time. Yeah. Go ahead, get tired. And then you you tap them, and they're like, man, I almost got you. And you're like, you have no fucking clue what what just happened. <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, it's just like don't exert energy until you have to. You know, what I mean, there's right. different levels of there's dudes you have to be on it the whole time and right. be able to just to defend yourself but uh yeah those dudes that just come in you're just like sit in this position just let you yeah let you fight get like, that steam out and then oh, dude. slowly calmly <laughs> okay and then now you know <laughs> yeah oh, that's yeah. my favorite thing about or just the favorite uh style of just like just slowly implement your will mm-hmm. onto them and I I love I love whenever you do something so subtle that it's like something so so just like a, like framing in the right spot. Uh-huh. As somebody who isn't trained or it's like their first day or first right. they're fairly new, 
they don't realize like what's stopping them from moving. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're just like, what the fuck is happening? Oh yeah, don't it's so funny. You're like, what you, part is enabling them? But yeah, it is like human chess, though. You know what I mean? You oh, yeah. set up moves like six moves down the line. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just get them to do this, and they're gonna do this. Follow them, like you know what I mean? Like lead them down this path of yeah. And now you're trapped. Like, yeah, it's I've I've tried to get so many people into it, but you know it's it's it, not for everybody. It it, it it it's really fun if if you're kind of uh, getting some like if you're like kind of have some natural ability or you're able yeah. to like tap some people because it is like if you're just going in there and just getting choked the whole time like that shit it is gets, discouraging <laughs> you, yeah it's discouraging and it is really like you could be in really good shape you could jog you can uh, lift weights you can be in all kinds of different shape for things but like rolling for an hour and a half or like doing wrestling or something like oh. that's your body has to be in like and your mind has to be so it's a different level of being able to survive against dudes who are just trying to make you uncomfortable and just make you be like, okay, oh, I yeah. don't want anymore. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I, I've told, a, this is not a great selling point, mm-hmm. but I've told, you know, some of my friends who have known me forever, we played sports, but right. I, I train, they don't, I try to get them in. I'm like, I tell them how good of a workout it is. I'm like, man, I've, I tell them, like, I've never thrown up, because, and this is this is true, I've never thrown up ever from football, baseball, nothing. First day of jiu-jitsu, oh, I yeah. threw up. Oh, I've thrown up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's never been any other sport that's made me throw up, and I throw up, especially if I take a little bit of time off. If, like, I'm, yeah, when my cardio isn't, like, back up and stuff, like, there'll be, whoo, yeah, I've had, I got in there, like, with some, I went and trained, but, like, one of the first times in a gym in a while, and, um, and there was a really big dude who's, I had rolled with him like a few months back, but I knew he was really good. And he kind of went down immediately and I got him like in a guillotine, immediately took his back and like had the position to do rear naked. And like it, like I almost was like, oh shit, like I wish I wouldn't have got here so quickly because now I have to like, everybody's watching. You gotta like, you gotta sink in a rear naked choke now. And like, and I try for like five minutes and he just would, I mean, dude, I was just like, strangling but he's like such a big like muscular neck and like couldn't like and like it wore me out so bad that was like the only round i did for like the first bit and i was like gassed from taking his back and like having the completely dominant yeah, position having you know control I mean? the and whole time. like he eventually it took like five minutes and he eventually like he got out and was just like on me and i was just like tap i'm i'm gat like he didn't even like do anything to me that's like i was just like i'm done and i waited yeah. like 20 minutes or so and then it finally hit me and i had to go throw up in the bathroom it was just like wow yeah, I've I've told that to many people. Like, there's, uh, it's a different level of really everything, man. Which you kind of like push them. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I try, like I'm trying to convince them. I'm like, man, it's such a good workout. You'll throw up. Yeah. They're like, what? <laughs> Fuck that. Seems hardcore. You fucked up. You'll you'll throw up and you'll get fucked up, but you'll learn. Like, yeah, get like a, like four or five practices in. You know what I mean? When you kind of have some cardio and you're feeling this stuff, yeah. and then it's like it's a lot of fun. Like, you know what I mean? And, well. What what was the most fun to me was um, Ruben, my mm. instructor, my brother in law. He, what well, has been my favorite part of the, of this whole journey so far, uh-huh. I guess you'd say, is uh, he. I'm sure he did it intentionally. Uh-huh. He beat my ass with with leg locks uh-huh. for six, seven months straight. It was right. just like constantly doing it over and over and right. over. And I'm like, oh my god, dude, get off my legs! Would you stop? And then finally, like my defense got good enough to yeah. where like I was defending more, yeah. 
And then I started seeing, I started seeing holes to attack a little bit. So I kind of attack his foot or whatever. And I was like, man, I could never get him. I've never got him with anything. Uh And, uh, and then I started doing it to other people that were like my, my skill level or even, you know, a belt above me or whatever. And I was tapping them. I was tapping everybody and they would try to do it to me. And I was like, no, you're not, not even close. You train with those dudes that are that good because the people who are belts above you, anything, it's like, Oh, this is easy fucking work. Yeah. After I've been with a beast the whole time, you know right. what I mean? Like that was that's been the most fun thing to me is like I didn't realize like what was happening to me. Yeah. I didn't realize like my defense was getting like my my knowledge of like where your their arm needs to be placed for this and like the leverage and um, right. clearing your knee and stuff oh, like, yeah. like little stuff like that. Like I didn't realize like my knowledge was getting so much going so much faster and so much further than yeah. everybody else. That whenever I started doing it, now and I I just got my blue belt. Yeah. And now if I'm at the gym, like I had somebody the other night, some we had a guy at the gym the other night who he's probably I don't want to I don't want to guess his I'll, I'll undershoot his weight because I, I don't want to be mean. Right, right. I think he's probably like two sixty plus. Right, right. And That's uh yeah, but he's a big dude. And uh he we and him got in a little leg lock situation and you know I'm 170 and he was like man I don't know why I did this with you and I was just like man you know what I was like don't worry about that because I felt the exact same way not that long ago so that that was man that was such a and then now now in the tournaments I I don't know if you saw the videos of my last tournament but it's just like as soon as I, I, I get some yeah well but like uh I saw you had posted some on uh Instagram and your dad has like sent me stuff because when he learned that I did jujitsu too, he was like, yeah. "Oh shit, my whole family did does the jujitsu." Same thing. <laughs> and he was like, "Hold on, you got to see some highlights and stuff." So I was yeah. like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah." They're in the tournaments and like the because I, I like I said just, I haven't competed as a blue belt yet, so I've only done white belt tournaments. Yeah, and like that's what I was back in the day when I did most tournaments was like yeah getting to right before blue belt. Yeah, and it's just the knowledge that Ruben like from him beating my ass for however many long like destroying my legs like the knowledge i got in that amount of time made it to where like i went to a tournament and as soon as i grabbed somebody's leg it was it was over oh yeah it's, it's done like they don't they have no idea yeah that's what training with my friend who he's like my sensei like you know what i mean which yeah and, like i would roll just me and him for like a long time and then he would take me in there with like dudes who had won state in wrestling and they'd be like i'd just be moving them all over the place and they're like dude how in the hell you I've never seen anybody like I was like just I've sitting here with this guy for like yeah. two hours at a time in a garage and he just beats my ass like you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you'd be surprised man people or not, I think not I've, you I've, but people would be surprised we've been rolling since like then like it's you know many many years and I think I've only tapped him like twice and it was from like freak situations where I just jumped on something so quickly and lit it you know what I mean just put yeah. it in and just squeeze with everything for had. like two minutes and he was like no I'm not gonna, you know what I mean but some I was like just had the spot somehow but like yeah yeah and his he can just kind of meticulously like I said step by step just oh, you know man. it's coming you just can't stop it get the <laughs> so counter frustrated. To, yeah but it's that's how you get, get my brother kind of he's only been doing jujitsu in the last year and stuff and he's really falling in love with it and stuff but he's like nine years younger than me mm-hmm. you can tell sometimes he gets annoyed when he's like in there with me like and stuff but i'm like dude you'll like that's what he goes to gym me, sometimes and he's yeah. like tapping dudes out and he's like damn i didn't know i was this guy I was like yeah dude because you're like in here with like decent dudes yeah, like every dude. time you come in here and train with us like we're all 
have been doing this a long time. So yeah, eventually you learn like you want to roll with the guys who are going to beat it's, your ass. It's it's fun to tap people, but you're not like learning anything. No. It's like really easy. For it's you, like you're I mean? you're like, just kind of like refining the skills you that you have. Bring your skill set down, like you know, what I mean, allow them to not allow them to win, but give them more chances. Like give that, you know what I mean? Like don't use let your them strength, get a sweep or something. Technique, yeah. like let them have some dominant positions to work your way out of it. Like you know what I mean? Like it was one time I let him kind of like have my back and he like got on it quick and he got it in there and I was like oh shit you actually oh like, he was actually I was like going I was like he's actually got it and stuff but he made the mistake he had his legs crossed between the legs uh, and I yeah. just put it the triangle and it's like, he was like what the hell just happened and I was like you gotta have a Knowledge, back door baby. out like you know what I mean like, yeah man that's that's awesome so so that's what so is that like the next project though is that uh the next yeah, jujitsu uh, documentary because that one's coming up this year to we want to get on doing and we filmed uh, Lucas at a few um went to a, a tournament in Dallas and filmed him where he uh, went against like Cyborg and Nicky Rod and a bunch of other yeah. really good dudes. And it was a really fun one. Um, so we kind of, we've shot some footage for it, but we are definitely, um, they're getting like another camera over there in their gym in Eugene. So they can just film all the kind of uh, prep and the build to like all the training and stuff, which is what we, they filmed a bunch at autos for Michaels mm-hmm. and, uh, so we're getting that ready and then the so we're kind of like doing almost like kind of sequels but they're completely different uh for both movies like you know because the first one's about michael and then the second mm-hmm. one this one's about uh lucas so they're kind of would be about like the same uh like aesthetics and whatnot but it's for a different guy and kind of following a different right different and then athlete, the, uh, the next like kind of sasquatch film is um I've just got done like writing and storyboarding the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, this film is kind of, um, it's a, it's like a human being's perspective or point of view of Sasquatch or like if Sasquatch are real or like, you know, talking to other people, it's a very like based in the human world and whatnot. And the mm-hmm. second one is like Sasquatch's point of view of human beings. So it's like oh, a much, interesting. it'll be a much more like, film film like you know what i mean because there's almost like there's very little dialogue or anything in it because it's mostly following around like a sasquatch in the woods interacting with people kind of the same like another throwing character, rocks and stuff another character yeah that yeah. doesn't uh talk much like the human character in this one but still having interactions with the uh, human beings and stuff so it'll be a lot kind of more mysterious and uh it'll actually um require uh definitely a bigger budget and stuff you know what i mean because yeah. it's uh like it's the sasquatch costumes that we or that you know the stuff that we made in this one is mostly to be seen from like far away or seen for a second until like the end when you get like a real good look at them and stuff which mm-hmm. was a a total like we didn't put that much work into the other shots that we did that last shot because right. that's the you're actually getting a good view of him so this next one it's because it has so much and it's also kind of like crazier and gets way out there and gets <laughs> way uh it's kind of way less of a uh trying to convince you it's just like a straight it's a film it's not psychedelic story in the woods yeah. of like some you know weird stuff going on so yeah so that one like the costumes and stuff and there's like multiple sasquatches in it and stuff so it would those costumes are gonna have to be like way more high quality yeah and, do it right yeah. yeah and everything so that one, yeah, well, that's kind of the other reasons we're going to festivals and stuff to meet people to see who wants to, you know, I mean, be 
like worked with like producers and whatnot and people to put more of a budget and to definitely will need more of a team and everything to for this whole you know what I mean and yeah this next film one. a bunch of it in because we had, we had plans to film in uh, Oregon and stuff with uh, with this one as well because of my uh, partner and whatnot that lives there and like the Pacific Northwest is so vast and so many spots to film oh, like, yeah. you know that but with COVID and everything else it was kind of you know wasn't really doable and we kind of more so wanted to film it all in Texas and stuff for this first one you know because yeah it's cheaper and there's a lot of great woods and stuff in Texas. I mean, we filmed filmed some of it around here, like at your dad's place. We filmed a little bit in Orangefield and like oh, really? walking around the woods and some in Jefferson and then some in uh, the uh, Sam Houston National Forest. It's like on the other side of the woodlands and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, there's so many like Sasquatch reports or sightings in there. Like, really? In the left, like the... I saw some on Reddit that was the like uh, rangers and stuff in there had like just there's kind of a lot of places like that in Canada where they pretty much treat Sasquatch as a real yeah. thing like it's don't go in this area for this stuff like everybody kind of around the area like knows that they exist and stuff interesting and there's been I think 42 sightings in like the last like year and a half in Sam Houston State Park and like alone Damn. and they literally were like on the like rangers were like on like like their website or something like posting a post like really don't want to go in like this area at this time <laughs> like they've kind of been migrating here so it's like almost maybe they're trying to mess with people or something but yeah. it's I've heard so many and I've talked to people that have had sightings out there and stuff and heard some pretty crazy recordings so a bunch of the recordings and stuff are really wild too because like some of the lung capacity and the oddness of some of those uh i was gonna ask you a while ago have you seen any of uh missing 411 it's like a, a uh two documentary yes that, i know what you're talking about um i think i started to watch it and i never I get think the first one's free on youtube like but it's uh, i know what you're talking about yeah it's this former, he was a police detective who got somebody asked him to look into this missing person's case where someone in a national forest went missing without any trace and no dogs could find him or anything. And he just from one to the other kind of got down a rabbit hole finding all these different spots in around a bunch of national parks and in just large woods and stuff where people just go missing where there's no trace. The dogs can't follow anything. There's nothing left behind. It's like sometimes they're around people like pretty close they'll be gone for like 20 minutes or so you know what i mean just so many things so those are interesting to watch just another example of what the hell's going on out there yeah that's because that's all those are official cases with Mm -hmm. official documents and his like correlation of different spots where stuff has happened in the same like areas like over 15 or 20 years like it's really wild and in one of those, they in the second one, which is called The Hunted, which is about specifically hunters going missing. Because mm. that's such a wild thing because they're armed. They're usually extremely knowledgeable about the outdoors. They're yeah. survivors. Like they have knives, guns, bows, like, you know, everything. They're usually out there with dudes who know, like go within a group and one will be at a stand or something. And just the level of some of them that have gone missing and halfway through it, there's a set of hunters in the 70s that uh would all kind of lock themselves in this barricade at night and stuff and uh would record like these things coming up and like talking out there and stuff which oh, presumably sasquatch but the recordings are insane like and they kind of 
sound human, but like you, the voice verberation, like the echoes throughout, and like the way they're like chattering and like laughing, and like it's weird, weird as hell. So that was weird. That one kind of blew my mind a little bit. But huh? Watch those. If I'm, you, I'm if you gonna wanna watch that now. Yeah. Be severely creeped out. <laughs> those aren't. Those are official cases of people just going missing. It's not. He's not even saying they're Sasquatch or anything, but something is Something's out taking there that people. takes people. So, yikes! Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it's a the whole thing is wild. Yeah, just the mystery of deep woods. Or, you know. Yeah. Because so. I mean, even the, I mean, even though we've you know explored more of our forests and that type uh-huh. of stuff than we have. Like the ocean, there's still so much that it's it's just impossible to get to. And there's a lot of that where I was like, kind of when I was first getting into this, like you said, like just how have people not seen more? How are there not bones? Or how are there not if there's that many or so? And then you like fly over, just driving from here to uh-huh. Houston to Texas, like you go and look at how much of that drive is just trees, yeah. like for a long time drive. Or, like, fly over or go to Google Earth and, like, look at the Pacific Northwest and see, like, there is, like, <laughs> that much of it populated. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and the rest of it is just hundreds and hundreds of miles of the thickest forest I've mm. ever seen. Even just some stuff around here where it's it's not that... Orange. Realistically, yeah. it's not that much land, but you look at just how thick it is and, and you're just like... I mean, I th- I, there's no way I'm not the only person that's had this thought. I've I've driven past many times and been like, if somebody dumped the body there, they're not oh, going to yeah. find it. No. They're not going to find it. And, yeah, I mean, so, so there's, who knows? There's plenty of kind of evidence and stuff. In it, but I don't, I mean, I don't know what it would actually take to convince people of, like. Probably, it, something, probably something different for, depending like on person. Like capturing one live and people being able to, like, look at it and study it, which. Honestly, I think it's like... Uh, then people would be pissed. They're like, it needs to be... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you have to bring up that They'll put it in captivity. ...situation <laughs> yeah. and the arguments back and forth and what is it. And like, <clears throat> and I honestly think uh, it's not in like the like government or whatever. It's not in their best interest to have that out there, like that it is real. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? From this, I mean... Want a good bit of control on everything, you know what of I mean? On, on the knowledge that gets out there and whatnot. Yeah. But, um, same with like aliens. I think enough people have seen UFOs, and so I'm not as interested in like aliens. Or really? I, I'm not. Cause well, I mean, like, do you not as interested in Sasquatch? Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Because there's just something like, like I said, it goes back for me just from like stories that were told to me as a kid. You know what I mean? So it's like a deep root. It's almost like gotcha. nostalgic and stuff. And yeah. just the, the mystery of like the woods that are right outside your house and that something could be in there. Right. And then, cause the stuff in the ocean and stuff in space is interesting as well, but it's like, I feel like it's further away and doesn't have as much of a connection to me personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I look at all of them as like a, on like a realness scale, like how real it, or how likely is this to be uh-huh. real? And, uh, so that's why like, there's some of them that I just like, I won't even, but uh, like like I don't know if you remember. There's like a pretty viral like news or uh, news clip going around for a while. Like there was like a, a leprechaun in this oh neighborhood. God, I knew you were gonna say you know it. Dude, that I was, was one of my that one. I was like, time. come on, man, <laughs> a leprechaun. Oh no, that shit is so funny. We we were like talking about that at Christmas. My my brother, we had a tacky Christmas party, and my brother showed up with the 
he just like printed or he drew his own version of like the drawing at the end yeah. of it. The crappiest like four line drawing of oh like the leprechaun. God. It was like, have you seen me? Oh, dude. But that has like you. I mean, you're lucky if like a viral like news video bit has like one or two like classic lines. And there's like right. seven eternal like, <laughs> classic lines in that just, one bit with dude, the that, leprechaun. That one was so good. I've and, been uh, a crackhead. <laughs> got a hold of the wrong stuff. They uh, oh, dude, it was the perfect neighborhood for that to happen in. Uh, <laughs> but they uh, like that. Like I, I don't, I'm not gonna waste any time looking right. at that. Um, but then there's stuff like like uh, megalodon, that type of thing. It's like uh-huh. probably. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, again, I'll I'm not gonna water. look. I'm not gonna look Who for any knows of them. What's in that? Like you know, because that's you talk about vast. Like, oh yeah. Like the, I'm not gonna look for any of them, mm-hmm. but. If somebody finds it, I'm gonna be fucking pumped. <laughs> yeah. For you know, same Sasquatch, Megalodon. Uh, I think you know Loch Ness. That's probably that's probably dead. Yeah, gone, to, yeah I was I was interested in like Loch Ness when I was a younger kid, but it's like doesn't really. You keep just seeing the same one it. picture. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. It just like you said, like it's such a, like the woods on this planet are vast and unknowable. The ocean is even more vast, and then space outside oh. is endless yeah but that one lake like you know what i mean that yeah, yeah maybe it has some like caves and stuff that go under it but like y'all didn't put it y'all didn't take a depth finder out there and just <laughs> so many stuff just like graph that, you know I mean? and see what's out there even if there was i don't know i just wouldn't be interested like there's something about like a large like human being looking back at you that can like yeah. survive out there and that stuff. could that's be like, right there that's yeah that's i mean that i've i've read reports in orange like plenty around orange and like around the swamp, especially getting to Louisiana and yeah. around here and stuff. That's like, that interests me. And it always like has like thinking that like, y'all better get back from playing. Cause we used to, my grandparents uh, had a good bit of land right there and gets onto like the bayou and stuff. And we would go frogging and just yeah. stay out there and stuff. And, but when you're real little and stuff like telling you that there's like wolf men and like mole yeah, men in yeah, the yeah. water <laughs> and stuff, that, like to get you to come home like earlier and not stay out too later. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, have fun that like that whole vibe is sticks with me. So. Yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely more uh, more interesting the fact that it could be like right there. Like if it, it could other be, things you know. would shock me as much like seeing something you know like a UFO in the sky. Like it would be pretty, it would be weird and stuff. But it seems like it's so high up or like you're not getting like any kind of close look at them and stuff. If you're like seeing yeah. a creature. Right there, and like its features, and like right. Also, people get, people get caught course. up with people get caught up with UFOs yeah. because they like they immediately. Which I there is a direct connection between like UFOs and um, aliens, uh-huh. but when they say like there's a UFO report, all that means there's something flying. People couldn't tell what it was. Right. It's just a and unidentified you know, flying object. Levels of technology like our own government or the higher ups in this world already have from different you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, who knows that but yeah i've i mean that's my brother has seen a pretty crazy he has a pretty crazy ufo story of uh being younger and just walking out of our house one day and it, uh, he said that he's never really tells anybody he's kind of like you know he never really brings it up but he said that there was like above he didn't even tell me till like years later or something because he was kind of kind of shocked by it. but he said it was like not too far above one of our neighbor's house and was like almond shaped and was like, had like one light on the front Weird. and he like looked at it for, and he said he wasn't like, when he looked at it, he was just like, 
am I seeing what I'm seeing right now? And he was like, yeah. Okay. And he said it didn't like, it didn't like freak him out for some reason. Like, he, like looking back on, it, he feels like it should have, but he like walked inside and told my parents and like they walked back out and it was gone. And he said he was never like later. It was kind of like, wow, that's really weird. But like 15, 20 years later or something, he, uh, one of my friends sent us a link to like something on Reddit that was like a, a picture of a ship that they saw. Similar to what he said. And he said when he sent the message, he knew that it was going to be like, he's seen plenty of, you know, UFO pictures and stuff. And he said nothing right. that's ever been like what he saw, but he said he knew what he was about to open up was going to be the exact picture of the thing that he saw. And it was, and he like sent it to all of us. And so we could kind of, and he had told me what it looked like for years. And it, the, that picture looked about exactly what he was explaining so wow it's weird there's there was a uh i think it was a documentary mm-hmm. on netflix i might be wrong i know it was definitely a documentary i don't remember where i saw it at mm-hmm. but um it was about it was about this one town specifically like this i forgot how many square miles it was but like this one specific mm-hmm. area right and um like eight different people had really like vivid and like ex- like intense in- encounters with like a mm. uh, UFO situation right. in this town all on the same night at like around the same time and then oh, yeah, uh, I know that. you know what I'm, t- I'm know talking, about? talking about yeah. and uh they're telling that and that one's pretty that one's pretty interesting you have any yeah. interest in, in doing any sort of film on something like that oh I mean if something came up and like sparked Got my your interest, interest that yeah. one was kind of a unique situation because he like brought it up to and like I had always been like what am I capable of telling a story about like what do I know you know that oh, I actually want to yeah. make a movie about and stuff and when he told me I was like holy shit I am kind of I haven't been like on it in a long time but it is eternally kind of uh, perplexed me and interests me that whole like seeing a Sasquatch like when I was in school here like as a kid like I read every book in the library about it and like before the internet and whatnot you know what I mean and it was definitely a major interest so that one kind of caught me but I've got a few ideas like in the future of different things that I'd like to do that kind of like I'm surprised that I have interest in making another Bigfoot movie after spending this much time for two years putting this together you know yeah but it is kind of the opposite uh, point of view and it's a very different movie but I'm sure by the time I get done with this one that I'll be like... You'll be tapped out on it, yeah. I can wipe that off my slate and uh, maybe mm. come back to something mysterious later, but there's probably other... And a bunch of uh, our kind of whole goal, goal as a company and uh, the guys that I work with in my team like is to have each one of them always developing their own idea because we have my brother and my producing partner and my director of photography and then my... Uh, other friend who kind of got me into films and made that film back in the day. So there's like five of us and we all kind of have a passion project at any point in time that once we get that one done, like something will eventually stir up your interest again. But so we kind of want to concentrate on each one. Like when one of us gets done with the movie, then it's like we all take the role to like help the next one get their idea done. And, and kind of, I guess just whichever one is uh, financially feasible at a time, you know, which one makes the most sense. So right now we're about to, I do music as well, so we're <clears throat> finishing up a album right now, and we're about to, kind of each one of us has a different idea to do for one of the songs for music videos, so it'll be a lot easier after making a, a full feature-length film, it'll be right. nice to make something that's 
two minutes long that you can shoot in a week or a few days and have it done. So yeah, so that's kind of where we're concentrating. We're doing those to kind of get prepped and stay fresh until the jujitsu documentary comes, and then hopefully after shopping it this whole year, Elder Brother and Patron, we're kind of bringing both of them to a bunch of festivals. Um, that will generate some interest and have more um, opportunities to get a larger budget to do some of the other stuff we want to do. But yeah, we nice. designed both those to be able to be made for as little as possible. You know right. I mean? So, so the, like, what's the best like location you can have? The woods. It's free. Like, yeah. There's endless places in it to shoot. So I mean, that's oh, what and so really, you just around here, you can get into like three different like. Climates, like, yeah, and really different like looking trees, and you can, and yeah, just make it the tall like pines and stuff. Right yeah. there. Like we kind of went to different spots and got all kinds of different looking locations. It kind of makes it feel like he's moving a little bit more to different place to place. Yeah, and all you got to do is go like three miles this way. Yes, yeah. so that's very helpful. That we've got a lot of woods in Texas and whatnot. Yeah. You know, what I mean, so that was the only thing that cost a little bit of money was. The suit kind of cost some, but like the uh, just putting together the convention and renting out like the hall and stuff was like it's the majority of our budget since most people weren't actors and were just helping out for a day or something, you know. So. Right. But I think it worked out. I mean, I haven't, uh, I don't really see any films that uh, cost like five to ten times as much as we spent that have kind of the. I think what we brought to it for what we had, like you know, what I mean, so right. No, I like I said, man, I enjoyed it. I think it's gonna do great, especially if you if making it just accessible to people. Mm-hmm. However, whatever way y'all have to do that, right? You know, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be huge for y'all. Um, is there anything else you want to uh, let people know that's coming up? Anything you want to put it out there? Shit, man, we're just working on those. Uh, I guess if, yeah, we just. Uh, be on the lookout for that stuff and the the music and whatnot. I guess I don't know. I guess we can put like my uh, our Instagram or our uh, our company uh, site and stuff. You know, so if people want to check out and get updates and whatnot on what's uh, coming. But yeah, I'll tag y'all. I'll tag y'all on all the posts and everything. I came in and uh, what was that? I was just about to ask you something else. Oh well, I forgot what it was. It's gone. It's been a good it's conversation. Gone. What time did we start at? Was it like we started like right after right after twelve? Heck yeah, man. But yeah, dude, I really appreciate you having me on and getting to talk about it. And it's cool to have the connection of like your dad being in the movie. Yeah. And stuff, <laughs> to have the uh, the perspective on it and be able to have some behind the scenes. Oh, for sure. Input. For sure. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. So when is the, when is the, like the, when are y'all looking at getting Elder Brother out for people to like see? I know Probably you're still doing the sooner than later. Like we're, we're in this week, like going to more stuff, but I'm, I'm kind of going to discuss it with the team and like, honestly, like uh, being able to rent it on YouTube seems like the best option because it's like, I don't want to hold it back for too long or have too many. uh, If it gets, I guess if somebody wanted to pick it up and like that was, would be a problem that we had had it to buy on YouTube, then it maybe it wasn't meant to be, but because I mean, I think uh, people want to see it now. And since we're getting done, like getting it out there, it should definitely get it on there especially now that we're going to a few festivals and don't have to worry about any kind of a premiere or you know world premiere or whatever uh holding that up so uh i'm gonna talk to them but it, it'll 
probably be fairly quickly trying to get it on there to rent because I don't want the buzz to pass too pass by too quickly. Yeah, you don't want to be on the downside of the right of that. People like, yeah, I heard about that a half year ago, dude. Like, yeah. lost interest. <laughs> All so, right. Well, anyway, man. Hey, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Oh, I just let it go. Thank you. Oh, I just let it go.